We're back. We're back. Another after hours session here with my brother Jake, who I actually trying to think when we met each other. I've known you, bro. I've known you. So if I'm if I'm 26 now, I've known you. The I Jeep Wrangler I had when I was 17, the famous Jeep Wrangler. So you have a picture of that? <laughs> Somewhere I probably do. Yeah, well, if, if we got a picture, we got to throw that up because... I might have to find a picture. We've had, we've had some good days, bro. We knew each other when we were kids. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And now we're doing this professional lifestyle. I, a little bit less professional than you, I'm in a... Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you're you're so I would consider myself. I'll no, give you a back. The, I want yeah, to the people, you know, for the yeah, for the people watching. First of all, thank you guys for clicking on the podcast. It means a lot to the both of us. I've been helping Dean out a lot with this setup. I hope you guys like the way it looks and the way it sounds. Yeah, no, I hope. Uh, yeah, and I, I hope wherever you are uh, in the world, everything is going well. And I hope you guys get some stuff out of this podcast. I'm very big on inspiration. I love inspiring. I think it's the thing I'm most passionate about in the world. Which is funny because when I met Dean, all we really cared about was uh, getting girls and being popular and being cool. But you grow up and... and times you, have changed. Times times change. Because like Dean, when I saw Dean, Dean was... Uh, I mean, you're actually kind of uh, you're kind of the same guy. You just have money now. <laughs> the same guy yeah. with a two-year-old daughter. Yeah. A little bit of money. Yeah. Trying to do the right thing in life. That's all That's yeah. all we could do. Yeah. You know, going back to like we, we were saying when we met, you know, as teenagers, I could have never imagined some of the things happening in life now the places that i'm in we're in right. you know but it's nice to reconnect you know like we never took a day off you know in our friendship which is which is awesome and i well i think i think we're supposed to be this, you, know? you know well i appreciate that and and, and i don't and listen i'm a I, like i said before i'm big on inspiration but i also do believe in god and i do believe people god puts certain people in your life for a reason right um and bro a lot I of truly believe that yeah a lot of my be a lot of my best friends that i have right now to be honest with you i really wasn't I, we lost contact at some point or maybe i met them in the past year past two years um yeah i think we're supposed to do really big things in this in this content space together um so i'm i'm, I'm very happy i'm just i'm just very happy to be here bro I'm, i feel very blessed to have this skill for whatever reason um I guess it's just super valuable now in 2023. No matter what you do, no matter what business you're in, I never thought it would be a part of my business. Yeah. You know, when I got into my business, it was phone sales, you know, smile and dial. You know, the more dials you make, the more money you make. Right, right, right. And, you know, provide good service. And that was how I learned my business. And I would never change that for anything because it taught me to have certain qualities and certain things you need inside of you as a person, you know, and as a salesman to be successful, you know, not only in business, but in life, mm -hmm. you know, just like my father taught me in life with tough love, you know, I learned the right way in the mortgage business, you know, pound the phones and you earn, you know, how hard you work is what you earn, yeah. you know, and that's the bottom line. So to have those qualities instilled in me is what I show my team nowadays and in, in the position I'm in. And I think starting that way and now implementing all of these new things into our business and like i said with people in any business adding all the media stuff and all this social media the technology it really gives us all an opportunity to really take your business to the next level you know to get out there and build that presence and that brand you know so to have you help me out you know being a dear friend of mine from years ago is 
is is an awesome opportunity. Yeah, bro, and I, and I really I really look forward to to watching this become really successful for you and become really successful for the both of us. You know, for anyone listening, my background, uh, you know, I was a former Division One athlete. I played uh, football. What I wanted to talk about. I wanted yeah. to talk about your football days because yeah. I've I I remember witnessing it. Yeah. You know, but that's kind of when we lost touch. And mm-hmm. I know you did great things in college. You know, with the football stuff. So. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that, you know, part of your life. Yeah, so I mean, I, you know, it's, 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 it's very cool. It's, it's very cool to look back, to look back on. Um, basically, all I really gave a shit about in high school when, when I knew you, like I said earlier in the podcast, was all, all I wanted to do was, was be cool. You know, it's been like a, it's been a thing in my life. All I ever really wanted to do, I, I, I never really want wanted life to be serious because for me, it never really was that serious. You know, like. We were very blessed to grow up uh, in a, in a nice area and and have certain things uh, taken taken care of for us. So all I really wanted to do was was be cool. Um, I know that sounds like kind of stupid, but like that was just what I wanted to do. And I, I saw football as an avenue of doing so. Uh, also, I had terrible grades um, in, in high school. I had terrible grades in college. So I just figured, and I was a pretty big guy, so it made sense that I would go off and and play football. But I mean, to be honest with you, I, I kind of laid that, that football thing to rest because I'm so much more focused on the area of my life that I'm in now, which is becoming an influencer. Yeah, yeah. Football is amazing. Like it was you, a big passion of yours for a long time, though. I was very serious with it. There was points in my life where I really thought I wanted to go to the NFL, bro, and I worked very – because when I when we were hanging out, I was actually – when we first started hanging out, I was like this little skinny – You were skinny, my size. Yeah, I was like this little you skinny guy. This, like, holy yeah. shit. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just – um. So, well, I ended up getting like kind of fat, but they, <laughs> long story short, I, I, I just, um, I, football for me was really good. And anyone watching, I, ho- I hope you guys can relate to this. It was just really good f- for me to see that when you work hard on something and you let go of how long it's going to take, the thing just happens. You know, I was like, bro, this like little, small, uh, frail, non-aggressive guy and then um, I just worked really fucking hard, bro, in the gym and, and you, you know, r- really hard, bro. I went from like 160 pounds to like 250. And um, I-, I played all, all over the country. I played in California. I played in Missouri. Um, and long story short, you know, ended up the, my career came to an end because of an injury. Um, like you hear that so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you do, bro. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a terrible, like, it really is a terrible sport to play because it's, bro, you injure your knee, your shoulders, this All thing, that. You don't know where you're getting hit from at what time. But you know, the, the cool thing about football and, and, and sports in general, which is what you said about the qualities your dad instilled in you, which is, which is work ethic. Yeah. You know, fo- football for me, that was like the first time in my life where I kind of saw uh, a lot of things in life came very easy to me. Like I was always a very good looking guy. I was always yeah. a very charismatic guy. It was very easy for me to become friendly with people. But football was the first thing in my life that was very challenging. But it was worth it. It was worth it. It was the first thing in my life. Like, bro, when I got, when I got a Division One football, scholarship it was just like like who do you know who do you know from n- name me three people on long island that have gotten that you know that got a division one football scholarship the fact that i have to th- you yeah you're, you're one of them okay 
the fact that I have to think about it, I can't off, off the top. See my what head. I'm saying? Yeah. It's dude. It's 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 bro. They probably. Some I apologize if I have any other close friends that right. D1 scholarship, but yeah, but, but playing my head, any Division One sport is hard, bro. And yeah, it is. and and it was cool, bro, because it was the first also like responsible thing that I wanted to do with my life. It was the first time where I said, you know what, bro, I'm gonna have a fucking goal. And, and the, the end is going to be so glorious that I'm going to be willing to sacrifice five, ten years of my life to making this thing happen. Yeah. That's what football was. And then, and then that was where I was able to see, all right, like, yo, you don't always need the most talent in something to make some shit shake. Hard work. Hard fucking work, bro. Like, I, when I started playing football, I was the worst fucking football player ever. Eight years later, I was a 250-pound monster. And that's how I feel in this content and this influencer space. You know, for anyone listening, I, I have my own podcast. It's called The Journey Podcast. Uh, I do it with my best friend, Zach Cumming. Shout out our fucking guy. Um, I, I picked up a camera. I was very blessed four years ago to not Four years ago, I was fucking lost. You know, I just lost my Division One scholarship. I was home. I was injured. I spent six months in bed. Um, I felt like a loser. I didn't have any direction of, of where to go. And for whatever reason, I, I, I picked up a camera one day, um, not with the intention of, of making money. I never realized that. You know, I knew I kind of thought you did something with the videography stuff and the camera stuff, but I never realized that you were taking it seriously until you know, maybe a year or two ago. I mean, because that's when all the fruits yeah. started happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 there was a long time when I originally picked up the camera where I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't getting booked. I wasn't, I was just completely learning, eating shit, you know, um, like as a, as a loan officer, how much months do you think it takes us to close your first deal? That's a great question. Yeah. You know, and it depends, you know, it could be one month. It could be a year and a half. You know, and depending on the type of structure you have with the company that you're with, you know, that might not work for everybody, you know, so it really all depends. But that's a hard question to answer because, in my opinion, with hard work comes luck, mm. you know, and the, the harder you work, the luckier you get, right. which is one of my favorite lines. You know, you might come into the office and pound the phones and get somebody on the phone, give it to the license loan officer, and you might close that deal. You know, right away. Oh, you because you uh, said that that's what you did. Well, that's how I started. Yeah. I was a caller. I wasn't licensed. I mean, as a licensed loan officer, you know, most people start the route of working for somebody that's licensed before mm -hmm. you get licensed. And if you get somebody on the phone and they sell and close that deal, you know, you feel like you close the deal. So right. I, I was fortunate, you know, to have that work ethic, and I pounded the phones in the beginning. So the gentleman, you know, I worked with, you know, who helped me in my career, he was closing business with me right away because I put the hours in, I put the time in, and I put the hard work in. Mm -hmm. And I learned from the people around me. I took a little bit from everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I never just focused on one person. I had my foundation. I knew the people that I wanted to become like, but I always took a little bit from everybody, whether it was good or bad. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw what to say to people and what not to say to people from who was around me. So... Again, to answer your question, it really depends. Yeah. As a licensed guy, once you get your license, which took me a long time. I'm only licensed since 2000 and I think 2000, the end of 2017, you know, maybe not the end. August of 2017 is when I officially got my mortgage license. Mm -hmm. And we had started with a bank in 2018 in January. Mm. And that's when I officially became a licensed loan officer. Mm. I remember, you know, I closed the deal, I think my first month as a licensed loan officer. Wow, that's you know, amazing. I, 
it's just from hard work. I mean, I was in the business a few years before, but yeah. that loan, I, I remember Angela White, my client. Wow. Um, I, it wasn't a client that I was working with before I was licensed, you know, so it happened, it happened quick for me because I put the work in, Yeah. you know, but that's not that way for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it all, it all depends on, again, like I said, luck has to do with it. Well, that's, that's kind of happened. That's what hard work, man. That's kind of happened work. to me, you know, like I was, I was able to see, cause I, I've been, I've been only, I've only been doing this, this videography stuff for four years now. And every entrepreneur I, I ever hear speak always says, all right, take, take, if you could achieve everything you'd want to achieve, take the maximum amount of time you think you could do it in, like the most time you think you could do it in, right. and double it. And I've been finding actually some solace in that because I'm the type of guy, bro, I want to get in, I want to get shit done fucking day one. Like, That's I how want, I am. You want it to happen overnight. Yeah, but, but I've actually I have found some solace in the idea of maybe it does take a little bit more time just because I look back on all the years I already put in. So I feel like I'm ahead, I'm bro, I'm ahead of the fucking game, yep. you know, and that's, that's, um, that's an argument of why, why if you're watching this and you have a passion or, or you're just not happy with your life and you want to take control, you have to start now. You got to take initiative. Bro, it has to now. be fucking like right now, like right now. Like you can't let one more day go by without doing something because first of all, when you enter a new space, you are a nothing there. You have so much shit to catch up on. And I don't want to say that to like turn people off from starting. I want to say that to turn people on from starting is, is you're already behind the fucking eight ball. So just understand that if you really truly want to be great at something, not only do you need to go and start tomorrow, but you need to spend more hours and work harder and work smarter than all the people that are already there because you need to give, whether you're in a business and you have clients or you want to become an influencer and you want to get followers, you need to give either A, your clients and B or B, the followers or C, both an incentive to do business or to follow you. Yeah, yeah. There has to be some type of incentive, which is kind of, you know, and that's why I commend you. You wanted to get into content. You did it correctly, bro. Listen, I know you spent a lot of fucking money on all this, but that's why it's going to pay off is because you 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 knew that you couldn't do it like everyone else. If you wanted if you wanted this to get views, you'd have to find a way to from on day one make it better than everyone else's content. You have to be. You yeah. have to separate yourself from the competition, no matter what you do in life. And I feel like a lot of certain people take that the wrong way. I want everybody to go up. You know, mm-hmm. I always looked at life as I can't stand people who look at other people's success and are jealous of it or they they aren't excited by it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I see my friends that are successful or people around me that are successful, whether they're more or less successful than I am, you know, it, it makes me happy to see people just go up. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't stand people that, you know, don't want to see the people around them do well. Um, Why do, where do you think that comes from in people? I feel like maybe it's just their their mindset. You know, I guess they never saw that vision yet maybe in life of achieving all of that stuff. You know, I could I could speak for myself. I mean, going back to and I have my own kind of story with the sports. I mean, I in high school I played baseball, then I got hurt in like 10th grade, I think it was, and I picked up a golf club. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I would play golf. I mean, I played a few times growing up with my grandparents yeah. and my uncle, shout out to my uncle Lou, who actually got me into the game seriously. Um, but I, I ended up picking up a golf club after I got hurt in I think 11th grade, and I wasn't great. I was, I shot 90, 100, you know, just like 
people shoot on the golf course that don't really play. And I forget what it was. It was one day I went out to Beth Page State Park with a father's my father's friend, um, and I shot like an 83. What, whatever happened, everything came together that okay. day. Um, and that's not a – it's a great score to, to most people. They hear that. They're like, holy shit. You know, but I, I ended up shooting an 83. So I went home that day. I was probably 16 years old, and – I said to my father and I said to whoever I was speaking to, you know, I was just, I was pumped. You know, everybody was talking about it. My whole family, you know, Dean shot an 83 on the golf course. And during that time, I thought that was amazing. You know, I could never imagine that I went from shooting 100 to not knowing how to hit a golf ball to shooting an 83, which for golfers is a very good score. You know, then I guess something, once, once that happened, something I guess went through me that, you know, I wanted more. You know, I was competitive. I wanted to become the best at, at something or whatever I did, I wanted to become the best at. I don't think I knew that about myself yet, but I had that instilled in me, you know, that competitive nature, yeah. you know, wanting to be the best at whatever I did in life. Mm -hmm. So I kept playing golf, kept practicing, ended up joining the golf team in high school in 11th grade and got better and better. Ended up playing five, six, seven days a week, you know, spent the winters at the driving range on Route 110 under the heat. You know, didn't care how cold or how hot it was. I would, I was out there, Just and I put the time in. Yeah, working my ass off for a couple of years. Now, I thought I was better than I was back then. You know, looking back, I was talented, and it didn't really happen until I'd say senior year, where I realized, like, holy fuck, I could play this game. Mm -hmm. You know, I ended up shooting even par. You know, would shoot in the 60s. You know, would blow up sometimes and shoot back in the 80s, right, and right. you know learn that that was a part of golf. I used to get frustrated out there, you know, and I was never the guy to throw the clubs, but I would slam my club and, yeah, you yeah. know, be hard on myself. But I realized even looking at people now on the golf course, you know, when I see them get frustrated, I, I just tell them, take a deep breath, man. You can't take things that seriously. I didn't know that back then, but now I realize that that hurts you. That doesn't help you go forward. But to get back to what I was saying, you know, I ended up playing four or five days a week, five, six days a week, putting all my time into this sport, and I wanted to do something with it. You know, something was going through me that, that told me that I wanted to, you know, I wanted golf to be a part of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, so I ended up going to, after I graduated high school, Nassau Community College. My grades weren't the best, like you said. Mm -hmm. They weren't bad. I, it's not like I failed classes, but I didn't love going to school. School wasn't a passion of mine. I didn't realize that till I went to Nassau, you know, that once it was an option, not that you want to say it's an option because you should go to school, mm -hmm. but once I realized that it was an option, that's where I started to realize that I'm not sure if this is for me, Yeah. you know, but I tried, whatever, I went to Nassau for a year, played on the golf team, you know, ended up winning a tournament or two. The following season, my attendance wasn't up to par, so I was told I couldn't be on the golf team, and that's where I kind of got all fucked up. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I ended up, you know, not being on the golf team. I, my father was actually, he just got into the mortgage business. He was not in the mortgage business. He was, comes from a financial background, but not in the mortgage business. He was actually partners with this guy, Keith, who is my mentor, who I started with. You know, they had a, an office back then. So I would always ask him, hey, can I come to the office and dial the phone? And he always told me there was no place for me there because it's not like a family business where you show up and like you just run the business and it runs itself. Mm -hmm. It's a sales-oriented environment. You have to sell people on the phone 
forget sell. You have to educate people on why they should go with you for a mortgage, you know, to buy their home or refinance their home. And he had always told me there was no place for me, you know. So when I, I remember that semester that I didn't, I wasn't allowed to continue playing golf. I ended up working at a diner and just doing random stuff. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, um, I, I can relate. Yeah, I think the next semester I ended up going back to Nassau, tried it again, got through maybe one more season. But after that season, I realized that this college thing's not for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, for about a year or so, I was lost. You know, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah. Still wasn't in me that I needed to become successful. Had no idea what real money was. Mm -hmm. You know, always had some money in my pocket, but it was never real money. You know, looking back, I would have 150 bucks in my pocket back then and think, yeah. think that we were good. Like, let's take everybody out. Yeah, we're going out. Yeah, yeah. We'll get in the table. I remember the you, had the, you, had the, you had the money on the back of your phone and then, uh, or in like one of those little small wallets, and then you'd have a pack of cigarettes. Pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I don't condone that, but <laughs> I did. I did go through that phase. Luckily, early in life, and yep. I cut that off right away. Yep, yep. Stand cigarettes, but yeah. either way. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, the college thing I realized ended up not being for me. A year or two went by. Had no idea what the fuck was going on. Mm -hmm. You know, I finally convinced my father. Just let me come to the office, mm -hmm. and he let me come to the office one day, and that's where you know going back a few minutes ago what I was talking about dialing the phones you know my opportunity was to here's a list of people make phone calls and see if you can get people on the phone yeah. and I remember the first person I dialed actually I got on the phone and transferred to the licensed loan officer and I'm pretty sure that deal closed it was like my first person I ever spoke to and that didn't hook me right there but as I was around that environment and I started to see people that made real money and I started to realize what success was not just hanging out in the street mm -hmm. um, that kind of pointed me in the in the right direction you know now is the time you know now I have to start to change my life and you know start get to more move. serious get more serious yeah get more get serious, more serious. Yeah. Um, took me a few years I, I remember I was offered incentives to you know pass my test and do certain things and I I just still, even though I, I started working in the business, I, I didn't take it seriously. You know, it took me, fast forward, I don't know, four, five years to pass my test. From the moment you take that first call, yeah. it took I, you like four or five years just to, just to pass the... I could have passed my test five years ago and probably made, you know, X amount of more money. And you can't dwell on what happened in the past course, and, and, yeah. and say what you could have done or, or should have done. Mm -hmm. You know, but yes, if I got licensed when I got in the business, which was probably in 2000 and, I don't know, 14 maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to say things would be different, but I'm sure things would be different. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Things could be worse. Of course. You know, so I don't regret anything. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it ended up taking me four or five years after I started there to actually get my license. And Question for you. At what, yeah. point, at what point did you take it, did you start to take it seriously? Like, why, why would you take it seriously? Like, because if, 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 if you were kind of, you said, fucking off. And not, not fucking off, but, like, you were just not fully in. Like, was there a specific moment that you decided? Hey, I, I yeah, and I might not remember the exact moment okay. that made me take it seriously. Mm -hmm. But I always had friends, and you could probably say the same thing. We always had friends around us that had a ton of money, whether it was from their parents or from their job or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Nice cars, the jewelry, the the life yeah. you know that 
I, I guess, started to realize that I wanted. Yeah. You know, so as soon as I realized that, which probably happened, I don't know, maybe two years into me starting in the business, once I realized that, hey, I have an opportunity to make a ton of money here mm-hmm. and live that life that I, I'm starting to realize I want, mm-hmm. you know, I started to take it seriously. Um, was never a good test taker, which has something to do with why I failed my test three times. Right. And when I failed that third time, you have to wait 30 days each time. And then once you fail that third time, you have to wait six months. Oh, wow. You know, so wow. a couple of years before, I ended up dropping out of college. Then I got into the business, failed my test that third time, ended up having to wait that six months. I was completely fucking lost again. Yeah. You know, I ended up going back to the golf course. Wow. Maybe I want to do this again. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Right, right, You right. know, but... Whatever, went through that six months, rescheduled my test, got re-engaged, and, and actually passed. I actually started, the first time I actually studied, though. Okay. I actually passed. Okay. You know, I wouldn't listen to people around me. Study, you know, do this, this, and this. At least study for the fucking test. Yeah. Yeah, study for the goddamn test. That I would Take an Adderall or something. If, I, if, Adderall. I, if I can go back, that I would change. Right, right, you right. Know, I would have studied the first time five yeah. years prior. But, right. like I said, you can't. I mean, well, bro, since then... You know, I remember, um, so we actually already shot this episode, and then uh, we, uh, my, I fucked up, and we formatted the card and got rid of the whole thing, so we already had this conversation, but I remember last time, you, you know, I was giving you your flowers very early on in the episode of like, hey, bro, if you got your license in 2014 or if you got it in in, in 2017 2018 like bro you kind of built an empire like you have a team i understand bro like us as entrepreneurs we want things and we want them fucking now and we're gonna get them but bro like you have team francis like you are the guy that is that is fucking pretty cool to 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 look at yeah and i you know we should all always take a step back and realize and appreciate you know all of the things we have around us whether it's business or family or no matter what it is in life relationships Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah, no, like you said, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I guess things happen not so fast. I put the work in. Yeah. You know, I, I f- there's people around me that get in the business or that are in the business that sometimes think it happens overnight. You know, I'll be the first to say it does not happen overnight. Yeah. I feel like now I know how to instill the right qualities and train people how to make it happen faster than it happened for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it definitely doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. You know, I'll never say that happens. Yeah. You know, but it is a good feeling to have, you know, and build that brand now. Yeah. You know, to actually feel like you're working for a reason. Yeah. You're doing this for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To help other people start their career and build their lives and, you know, in business, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 a great feeling. So yeah. um this last year has been challenging, you know, we all know for the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. You know, but I look at this last year as an opportunity to we're focusing on this now. Mm-hmm. It gives you an opportunity to realign yourself with the right people and make the right moves so that when things not get better again, when things turn again in my business and mm-hmm. just in life, life's challenging for most people right now. Yeah. You know, we just, sh- we shoot to the stars. Yeah. You know, so that's why I love times like this. I love when things get challenging because like I said, it just gives us an opportunity to dig deeper and do things we might not have done when we were all busy doing mm-hmm. what we normally did and, you know, I, I look at this time as an opportunity. Well, yeah, because I think that a, a, a very, I think I think majority of very, very, very successful people, something they, they may have in common is, is they, they take, they take times like this in their life when um, m- things aren't working for majority of people and majority of people would kind of 
be cool with that and um, start to, I guess, settle and give up and maybe start to live uh, a lot, you know, below their means. 80% of the people got out of my business and the real estate business in the last year. It's like a known fact. You can look it up. People really? That got their license, yeah. People that got licensed like a year or two ago, I forget the real number. Don't hold me to it. But yeah. I don't know, 70, 80% of them didn't renew their license wow. a year later because when things get challenging, most people fold. Right. You know, the... The one thing I always had stitched on all my custom suits in the back of my suit, I'll show you, is never fold under pressure. Mm. And that's the one thing that I try to live by is that when things get tough, you can't fold under pressure. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got to keep moving forward. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. If things were great, things will be great again. You know, things can't always be great. And we've learned that. You know, yeah. we've heard that from people around us. I've heard that from people around us. So you can't think, think things are always going to go the way they are going at a certain point. Right. You know, sometimes things get challenging. Yeah. And that's when you have to realign yourself and, you know, dig a little deeper in life. Yeah, and you wanna you wanna deserve it, right? Like if you if 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 you want um you know, it really just depends on, on everything that you want. But if you wanna have a yacht and you wanna have, you know, jewelry and you wanna just you you wanna live an amazing lifestyle and you wanna have a company, you have to understand that like that this lifestyle is not easy. No. It's this not. is not a this is not I get a, all that stuff, even like the materialistic stuff. Like yeah. I li- I like I'm the first to say I like that stuff. If yeah. people could knock that I just like the nice things in life, mm-hmm. you know, but I understand what's important. I know the real reason I'm doing this. It's not for that. That stuff can come and go. Right. I don't give a shit about any of that, mm-hmm. you know, to, to help people in their lives, to help my family have a good life, you know, to take care of my daughter, you know, to have an opportunity to take care of others. You know, that's the only reason I do it. And I'll stick by that. And I'll always say that, you know, that's the only reason I tip, I, I truly do all this, wow. you know, is for that. You know, for that reason, you know, yeah, it's for myself, obviously. But if you can't do it for others, you know, forget yourself. I mean, yeah. that's just my opinion. Right. I always lived my life that way, even from when I was a kid, and I didn't realize business and successful and that whole thing. I would always try to put other people first, and mm-hmm. you know, f- take the shirt off my back for someone else. You have to. You, if you have that quality, you know, I feel like eventually you'll figure things out. You know, even though they say the nice guy finishes last, you know. You have to have good qualities in you as a person, which we do, obviously. Yeah. We all made mistakes growing up. We all done shit that we regret, obviously. Mm-hmm. And maybe the word's not regret, you know, but if you learn from those, which I could say for myself, I've learned from a lot of the mistakes I've made in my life, continue to learn from the mistakes I continue to make. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I think, what molds us as a person mm-hmm. and as people. And that's what helps me continue to go forward. You know, you have to realize that things aren't always going to be perfect. You know, you're going to continue to make mistakes, but if you could learn how to keep pushing forward and not set yourself backwards with every little challenge, mm. you know, you're going to reach the stars. That's just my opinion Yeah. You know, on how life and business goes, you know. So that's how I try to be, you know, in my life, and I try to show the people that are around me. You know, you have to just continue to try to go up, you know, and, and keep pushing the people around you. Mm. I feel like I, even in my office, you, you go in there, I'm like, if I'm in a bad mood, I feel like the whole office is in a bad mood. If I'm in a good mood, everybody's in a good mood. Right. You know, that's a responsibility. You yeah. know, that's, you should look at that as, you know, I sh- I'm grateful for that. You mm. know, that means people rely on you, you know, and, and we all wanted this. You know, I wanted this. Yeah. You know, when I decided to build, build a team and, you know, become successful in my business, you know, you got to realize what that comes with. That comes with dealing with people on their bed and their good days. That comes with dealing with clients on their bed and good days. 
And that comes with dealing with ourselves on our bad and our good days. Yeah. And if you can't, on your bad days, continue to push forward, you know, that's a recipe for disaster, in my opinion, you know, yeah. especially in my business. So, you know, o- other than that, I mean, I also, you know, I know we spoke a little bit about, you know, how you got into the media stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and your whole football story. And, you know, I love hearing that because I can kind of relate to, I had the dream of being a golfer and doing that whole thing, but mm-hmm. I guess eventually, like you said, with the media stuff and the camera, you know, eventually you find your passion, and I found my passion. That's that's the mortgage business, you know, yeah. doing loans for people. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So it's nice to, uh, you know, sit with you and talk about what we both really enjoy, you know? Yeah, well, I think, I think like, just like you said, like, fuck all the materialistic shit, you know? Exactly. Like, the material, the material. It's cool. It's nice to have the boat, the watches, the jewel. you know, it's nice. Yeah, it's like know? trophies. It's like, it's exactly. like, there's no trophies when you're, when you're, like, an entrepreneur. So, like, the watches and all that shit, like, those are all, those are all trophies. It means, it means, it means nothing, though. I'll yeah. I'll be the first to say it. It means yeah. nothing. Yeah, It's yeah, nice yeah. to have it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. Yeah, no, I mean. Experiences I, are what matter. I've, yeah. I'm starting to realize that more and more. Ex- experiences, for sure. Um, peace of mind is. is so that's so big for me these days like i if you told me i could have all the money in the world but i wasn't going to be a happy peaceful person um i would say absolutely fucking not i don't want it yeah i don't i don't don't want that and that's why like for me like i've chosen you know originally bro when i got into the camera thing it it wasn't even a real job it wasn't even a real job you know so i'm not in this game for the money i was in it because i loved it i was just so blessed that four years later now this job this job is so valuable to people you know like now i'm kind of in a position and and sometimes bro i can't even i i i just feel so blessed and grateful about it but it's like i you know one of the shittiest things bro when you're first coming up is um sitting at a table and 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 just not feeling um like you can add any any type of value you know that's a sh- that's a shitty feeling because you want it like we every every person is valuable in something but it takes a while you have like it takes in in business you have to the value needs to be presented today like yeah. I can't go off of your potential of where you're gonna be it's like what can you do for this team right now right. so I spent a very long time bro my first couple of years picking up the camera. Um, just trying to be as that's why I was always a kind person because I always realized that no matter what profession you're in, you're gonna fuck up and you're gonna make mistakes. Right. Um, and there, it, like, let's say if I was a mortgage officer, if I'm only two years in, the guy that's thirty that has thirty years is is is, is he's way better of a a, mo, uh, a a loan officer than me, but he's not me. He doesn't possess the intangibles. He's not as kind as me. He doesn't give the customer the same experience as me. You know, like there's all these like other things. So I kind of realized like no matter what you do in life, like, yeah, like I am a filmmaker, um, but to kind of balance out the lack of experience, it was like, I'm also Jake Moscato. So I realized like, no matter what you do in your life, your personality plays a big role in that. You're not just Dean, the mortgage officer, you're Dean who also happens to do mortgages. I'm Jake, who also happens to do content. Any time I've ever felt extremely valuable in my life, it wasn't because I could pick up a camera and film something in 4K. It was because I it was because I could do it in my own way. I can make people feel comfortable. I can connect my client with this other person. I can uh, have a dream and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so 
I think uh, if there's any, you know, for any takeaways, you know, from this episode is because I'm I'm the fucking king of passion. I fucking love passion, bro. It's it's everything to me. And listen, bro, full transparency, I haven't made the most money in the world yet, but I set myself the fuck up to do so because I built real skills in four years. Two things that I there's a couple things that I did. One, I built real skills. If I, if I connect you with, with – if Gary V was in this room right now, I could probably offer him something. Hey, Gary, I know you have a, a content team, but let me show you something. Gary, give us an opportunity, yeah, man. you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's one. I built real skills. Thing two was, bro, I moved to Miami. I got outside of my comfort zone. I was willing to yeah, live. I, lo- I love that. I yeah. Lo- I always think about that. Yeah, bro, I was there for two years. I was in Miami for two years, bro, Like, and I did everything, bro. I was at live – bro, I filmed – Jake Paul's after party when he knocked out Tyrone Woodley for the second time, and I'm in his section at 11 next to all of them. You know, bro, I'm 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 on a yacht having a conversation with Gary V. It's on my Instagram. I'm on a yacht filming Steve Will Do It and Charlie Rogan, bro. All these people, I'm meeting billionaires for the first time. Miami was so good for me because, again, it's not even a it's not about materialistic things, but. What, what Miami did for me was it opened up my mindset. You know, when I grew up, I thought like a Rolex meant like you, you have a Rolex, this guy's rich. I didn't, but then I go to Miami, a Rolex is like an introductory piece. Crazy, it's like right? the fucking starter piece. <laughs> yeah, bro, there's Richard Mills and, and APs and Breguets and fucking all these crazy watches. And this it was the same thing with cars. I thought a Lamborghini, like, bro, if I look at a Huracan, I see a Huracan, I actually cringe now because I'm like, that's a rent, like it's a, like a rental car. It's a base so level Huracan. So crazy. Yeah, now I'm like, bro, to get me horny, it's got to be like a Koenigsegg or some shit, you know, a Pagani or fucking. But long story short, um, I built the skills and then I I built the fucking connections. But I wouldn't, and then so I although I didn't really have the most money in the world, when you have a lot of skills. Oh, and then also the third thing I did was I built a following. And now I'm not even gonna say that I have the most followers in the world. I have two hundred and. 15,000 followers on TikTok on my podcast with my co-host and then on my personal Instagram I have 23,000 but I the four years that I spent learning how to get those followers it's things have a compounding effect so now I'm in a position where okay I only have 23,000 Instagram followers but I got 13,000 of those in the past two weeks so if we film this podcast in a year I'll probably have over a million followers so with with the skill set with the connections and with the followers, now I'm in a position to do huge fucking deals, you know? Um, so that was one thing. And and that and the whole reason I wasn't going into that to say how big my cock is, although it's pretty nice. It's got a curve to the left. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jesus. no, 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 ladies. No, but anyway, um, no, all, jo- all jokes aside, I was going into that to say I wouldn't be in the position that, I'm, that I am in right now. And I thank God every single day to be in this fucking position because I can tell, like, bro, like you brought me in here and I can tell when you look into my eyes, you think I'm valuable and you have way more money. You have way more money than me. But but I can see that it's not even about the money. It's about the value. Yep. And, and, it, and that gets me excited. But I wouldn't be in this position if I didn't do something I, w- I wasn't passionate about. A million percent. You know? A million percent. Yeah, so. Now that's, all, that's awesome to hear, bro. Yeah, bro. Any, for anybody to be passionate about what they do, and you could tell you are. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what obviously helps you get to where you're going to get in life, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Keep pushing. Yeah. We're 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 gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do some great things together. We're gonna do some great things together. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, but we can definitely hit on hit on anything else you'd like to hit on, or I definitely think we should do uh, another another episode as well. I thought this episode was not because I I think that we can I can even hop on every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's good to have the the mastermind behind the uh, yeah behind the cameras and behind the whole the whole operation. Yeah, well, I mean, you you know, it's it's I've learned so I've learned so much by doing this, bro, and like. One thing I guess I could say, like about like being the mastermind, is you really just want to post content that people find relatable. You want to, you want to, you want to post content that um, connects with with the everyday person. That's, That's what I'm starting to realize. You know, it's not just about your business. That's no. why, you know, speaking about mortgages and real estate stuff. You know, that's great. That's my passion. It's great to educate the yeah. world and people on that, mm-hmm. but to speak about personal development and mm-hmm. speak about people's stories and their background and where they came from and how they got where they are, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love that. Yes. So that's why I started the After Hours podcast and yeah. to have you on as a guest. This is going to be ma- This is going to yeah, be massive, bro. We this have is going to be have massive. Some great things in the works. Yes. You know, and and some of the plans we have coming up, and you know, I'm looking forward to uh, you know what the future brings, and you know. Def- definitely doing this again soon and yeah. you know we're gonna have some big guests coming up in the next couple of weeks yeah. and months and yeah i'm excited to uh you know to work on this with the team yeah much love brother much thank you guys love, thank you guys for watching uh guys. like comment subscribe let us know what you thought of the episode and uh yeah like comment and subscribe <laughs> don't forget <laughs>